your turn to... Oh, is it for me? Consider yourself fired. Why are you winking at me? Consider yourself fired. Hello, and welcome to the JT and Drew Show. I'm JT. And I'm Drew. And we're two nobodies talking about nothing. Nothing. Consider yourself fired. Hey, bud. Hey, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm all right, man. How are you doing? I've seen some better days, but, uh, you know, hey, I'm, I'm still, uh, what do they say in the army? Uh, six feet above? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what they say. I don't know either. I, I've heard that saying before. I just, just now attached it to the army. <laughs> Hope they don't mind. They probably do. Huh? Why is the Air Force guy telling me what my branch says? Huh? Huh? What's been new with you? Oh, not much, man. Just, um, you know, trying to stay out of trouble. Um, yeah, how's that working for you? Well, I said trying. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, but what about you? Yeah, about the same. Trying to keep my nose clean. Wiping the brown off every now and again. Oh, yeah. 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 That can be tedious sometimes. It can be. It sure can be. But um, I hear that the producers wrote us a big show today. Yeah, I uh, I saw the notes, and it it is going to be a packed show, folks. So you don't have to hang on to your hats or hold your britches, but um, we're going to go ahead and probably get into this one a little early. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about... Uh, House Resolution 1808, that's 1808, Assault Weapons Ban of 2022. And the bill that is uh, that we are talking about is the one, if you haven't watched the news, uh, was in it for, gosh, I think the national news, maybe just like uh, three or four days, and then boom, it stopped. Yeah, well, I saw the timeline. They had uh, they brought it up or motioned to start it or whatever, co-sign it, co-chair it uh, back in March. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, yeah, it kind of disappeared for a few months and came back in uh, June, July. It, yeah, it came back when it was passed in the House, and they were like, on our way to the Senate. And, uh, so yeah. now it's sitting there. Yeah, and I heard they're taking a recess until, like, the first or second week of September. Yeah. Yeah. And then the big um, Biden's going to start paying back all the student loan debt is now in the rage. Yeah. Yeah. I've been hearing a lot about that. So I think that's kind of deflecting away from this. So let's get into, you know, just kind of be just we're just scratching the surface on this one okay so i'd kind of like to know you know uh, what is this bill you know what what is this bill about and kind of who may or may not be affected by this uh, and just really um kind of get in now well, i say just scratch the surface but we may dig into the weeds just a little bit on uh, what's in the bill yeah, sure. The potential of what's coming up next. And then uh, there's some statistics here. Uh, the 
the producers put up for us, and they're very interesting, and I'd like to get into those as well. Oh, yeah. So let's go ahead and get into it. Yep. So um, this bill, the uh, H.R. 1808 Assault Weapons Ban of 2022, um, basically the way they're titling it is it's a bill that would regulate assault weapons uh, to ensure that the right to keep and bear arms is not unlimited and for other purposes. Right. Well, when you saw the news articles or um, I know... Well, I'm not going to drop any news network names, but one of them, it, it, when it said assault weapon, it had it marked out and put AR-15 oh, yeah, on yeah. it. So, um, but is it is it really strictly just for that one? Oh, absolutely not. Now, this addresses um, pretty much all firearms. Yeah. And, and, it, and it seems like it's... They're going after pretty much every, just about every single uh, semi-automatic weapon that is being produced. Yeah, they're calling them SAWs, S-A-W, semi-automatic assault weapon. Yeah, and and for the life of me, I'm never going to remember that because when someone says, oh, yeah, he has a saw, and I'm going to think like a wood saw. No, I'm thinking squad automatic weapon, uh, like an M240 or an M249 or whatever machine gun from the military. Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking a semi-automatic assault weapon. Yeah. That's just ludicrous. Um, But yeah, so in summary, this bill would make it a crime. It would vilify, criminalize anybody um, that knowingly imports, sells, manufactures, transfers, or possesses a semi-automatic assault weapon. Or a large capacity ammunition feeding device, LCAFD. Mm. Wow, that mm. that's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. So, what is a semi-automatic pistol? Semi-automatic. Oh, so we're gonna just so we're starting with pistols, right? Yeah. Let's just start there. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's get into the pistols. Uh, the semi-automatic pistol means any repeating pistol that utilizes a portion of the energy of a firing cartridge to extract the fired cartridge and chambers the next round. So, pretty much just the was pretty much just every semi-automatic pistol that's out there. Yeah, that's going to auto reload for you, and I would say auto reload, but you know. Yeah, you got to be careful with those buzzwords. Yeah, when you pull the trigger, it goes bang, it ejects the shell casing. Yeah, and the next one that's in the magazine takes Pops that up. other one's spot. Yep, and then it chambers that one. Yep. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe, and I could be wrong. It could it could all be completely different, but. Uh, I know on some weapons, not all, but some, uh, use the gases that are being pushed out of the barrel along with the bullet uh, to then uh, slide back to eject, and then the spring comes up with the next round and then chambers it. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know, I know some of them don't, but I know some of them do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the term semi-automatic assault weapon, according to the people who are trying to get this bill passed, uh, means that any of the following, regardless of 
country or manufacturer or caliber of ammunition are accepted. So again, a semi-automatic, like we just said, firearm, yeah, or rifle uh, that has the capacity to accept a detachable ammunition feeding device. So like a belt fed? Or are we talking a magazine? I to me that says magazine. Yeah. Well, hang on. Let's get with the cool kids. It's a clip. It's twenty two. Pew pew pew. <laughs> yeah, a freaking magazine. So because the magazine is detachable, oh, that's gonna make this weapon illegal. So on my on my deer hunting rifles that unfortunately I just lost all of them in that boating accident. God, that uh, was a terrible accident. Terrible. Uh, my magazine fits, uh, four, four rounds and the magazine is detachable. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm misinterpreting it, but that's the way it reads to me. Yeah. It has the capacity to accept a detachable ammunition feeding device and has any one of the following. This is a long list, so I won't read all of it. Yeah. But if it has a pistol grip, a forward grip, a telescoping or detachable stock, um, because for some reason they think that if you pull the buttstock out or push the buttstock in, what, two or three inches, you're going to be able to conceal it. What? Um, A grenade launcher, a barrel shroud. Who has a grenade launcher? Hey, you never know who's going to show up to the party. Golly, that's amazing. And then it does go on to say a semi-automatic rifle that has a fixed ammunition feeding device with the capacity to accept more than 15 rounds. Unless you're shooting a certain type of rifle that they're talking about that shoots 22 caliber rimfire ammo. So, okay. So, like a little rabbit gun. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, none of this affects the rate of fire. None of this affects the the, uh, function of the weapon. I mean, okay, standard, you have 30-round magazines for, like, your typical AR Mm -hmm. or AR-style rifle. If you shoot really fast and you can reload really fast, all right. Good on you. Um, if you don't, uh, start practicing. <laughs> but even if they're 15 rounds or 10 round magazines for our uh, Californians out there, if the person, again, is has practiced a lot, can reload quickly, it doesn't matter how many yeah. rounds are in the magazine. If they have enough of it and they're quick with it, I mean, they're, they're going to be popping off rounds left and right. Yeah. Yep, and you know they have those training courses that will teach you how to unload and reload mm-hmm. and uh, discharge your weapon as quickly as possible while still hitting the target. Yeah. So uh, to me, the magazine size does not, any way, shape, or form, have anything to do with the function of the weapon. Yeah, and why would these guys think that a a folding or a or a telescoping buttstock um help you conceal something well that that mean you you're if you have a 16 or a 22 inch barrel you still have to conceal the rest of that weapon yeah 
And I don't know about you, but I got rid of my trench coat like <laughs> decades ago. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's just really odd, the wording, the, the choice of wording they put into this. Um, yeah, it's just very odd. It To me, when I was reading through it, it sounds like you've got folks that don't know what they're really talking about. Maybe they know a little bit or they've heard a lot of things or, you know, watched their grandkids played Call of Duty and, oh, that's a... Uh, a semi-automatic, fully uh, fully semi-automatic pistol, right there. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, the ones that gets me are the um, um, when they interchange clip and magazine, mm. and um, when they show you a um a round, and they say this is the bullet, and they're the whole thing, mm-hmm. cartridge bullet everything they're showing it but they're saying this whole thing is going to go through you and you're like no No. just just the tip just the that tip end of it yeah that's the projectile the case is going to fly out the side of the weapon yep because that's got the powder that ignites everything to propel that that bullet that tip Mm -hmm. yeah you remember that video a while back the uh i don't even remember what his title was but the guy who was doing a presser and he was talking about ghost guns and he had an AR and talking about how, you know, they can go through a 30 round clip in like 10 seconds or whatever it was. And he's like, you know, 30 rounds, ghost gun clip magazine. Yep. And just gibberish. He was from uh, California, I believe. Yeah. I, I tried to make sense of that. I don't know how many times I've watched that in the past, but <laughs> again, you've got somebody just do your homework. Well, n- not not that. Okay, I'm okay. Yeah, do your homework. But if you don't know anything about what you're talking about, maybe seek out an expert. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can just give you pointers and things like that. Even if you want to bash it, you can just be like, "Excuse me, do you know anything about this weapon? Can you tell me? Um, can you tell me what these things are? What they're called? So I don't sound like a complete gibbering idiot on the news." Yeah. And if they don't know that you have um, ill intent to talk about that weapon, they'll probably tell you everything about it. Good, bad, and ugly. It says here in the bill, the proposed bill, uh, a semi-automatic pistol that we talked about the magazine and has one of the following threaded barrel, a second pistol grip, a barrel shroud, capacity to accept detachable ammunition, feeding device. But it also says a semi-automatic version of an automatic firearm. So just because it's a replica of an automatic, it doesn't function the same. It would still be illegal. Or if it's manufactured with a weight of 50 ounces or more when unloaded. Because the weight has everything to do with it. Yeah. Really? A buffer tube, stabilizing brace, or similar component that protrudes horizontally behind the pistol grip. All right, like that. Let me see. I'm gonna. Uh, they should make it illegal if the magazine release button uh, doesn't match the color of the barrel. <laughs> if you have to flick the safety forward instead of backward. 
um, that should also be illegal. Like, are you, this is nonsense. Yeah, no, it really is. But I guess I'll uh, change my idea of um, painting my uh, magazine release button uh, with glitter. Now go ahead and do it. I dare you. No, uh, because uh, I don't. I, I want. I wanted my barrel to be something else. Oh yeah, if it's not gonna match, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, Adrian, a lot of this stuff is just, it's a lot of fluff word, kind of like what we like to use in the military for oh, yeah. evaluations. Mm-hmm. Use, we use some fluff to kind of spruce up a, uh, what we call a bullet for right. a for a report, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's just a statement. You try to cram as much in one line. So... Um, when I read through it, and I didn't read the entire uh, document, right? So it's 142 yeah. pages, and it's all the one that I saw was all in like that fancy writing stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. So I didn't get the um, the regular Joe Schmo PDF version. I that calligraphy stuff just kind of gives me a migraine looking at it. Um, <laughs> But when I was looking through it, that's what I kind of picked up. A lot of this stuff is just fluff. It's there to make it sound bad. And oh, absolutely. They, they went through all <laughs> uh, the rifles, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they named particular ones that you are uh, that this bill would make illegal. And yeah, I kind of want to point out just a few of them uh the uh ak every type of ak you could ever think of in manufacture all of those are going to be legal yep the ar-10 the ar-15 obviously um the there's one on here that uh kind of caught your eye and you were telling me about it and then i did research on it but the beretta cx4 storm yeah, uh, was one of those which I had to do. I had never heard of that, so I looked it up, and it's a it's a pretty rifle, but uh, not something that I would be into. The well, Smith and Weston MMP fifteen, one of the most popular. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? And and the way they worded it was all AR types, including the following, and then they list over forty something different brands and models yeah like holy moly yeah so it's like we're gonna make all sedans illegal um let's go through the list we have the toyota camry the toyota corolla the toyota seneca the toyota uh, i mean they're going through every single okay now we're done with toyota let's go on to nissan let's go on to honda let's go to ford let's go to chevy yeah holy moly yeah. And well, they'll never get mine. Was mine's a Toyota Silverado? It is a Toyota Silverado and a pretty one at that. It sure is. <laughs> so, what you know, we, we've kind of talked about um, what this is talking about. What what's the purpose of the bill, right? To make all these things illegal. But well, the purpose of it is what you set up at the top, right, at the very beginning. Oh yeah. You know, to regulate assault weapons. Right, which we still do not know. I mean, they can define this in the bill. Their definition, assault was, yeah, 
but it still has no idea. The general population has no idea what yeah, an assault weapon is. Yeah, ten people, you'll probably get ten different answers. Yeah. Because there's so, not a true definition. Right. So to ensure the right, and I'm and I'm, re, I'm rereading this because I really want to reiterate this, to regulate assault weapons to ensure the right to keep and bear arms is not unlimited yep. and for uh, other purposes. Okay, well, what's in the bill? Well, for for freaking 142 pages of bill, I wish they would have spelled out what for other purposes are. Yes. Like, that seems kind of, uh, well, you know, just for other things, too. (laughs) Whatever we want. Yeah. Yeah, so what's in the bill? Um, Well, what it doesn't apply to are bolt action. Okay. Pump, lever, or slide action, except for certain shotguns. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so where where those exemptions come into play are for manufacturers or dealers. Um, you know, they can import them, they can sell them, they can manufacture, transfer, possess them uh, to certain law enforcement uh, authorized tests or experiments. Now I'm going to stop you there. When they okay. say certain, you think they're going to give it to the uh, the county sheriff or no. the no. the city police? I think they're no. going to give it to whoever's on the payroll. I I believe they're going to give it to their federal government agents. Yeah. Hey, you're my and friend. Those you're going to support me. Yeah. Here, let me hook you up. Yeah. That's my own opinion. Oh, you're going to be a sanctuary state for what we want? <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Come on. Right. Um, they will accept or exempt for importation, sale, transfer, or possession of related uh, to securing nuclear materials. So, like you said, for the federal government. Mm-hmm. Possession by a retired law enforcement officer. So, if you retire from law enforcement, you will legally be allowed to own these weapons um, continued possession sale or transfer of a grandfathered um, semi-automatic assault weapon which must be securely stored so if you didn't lose all of yours in a boating accident prior to this bill becoming law if it goes that far they're saying you wouldn't necessarily be a criminal you can keep them you're allowed to legally possess them but they better be securely stored so don't bring well, them out so, who defines what storage is secured? Well, we already know the FBI kind of has uh, a rough track record with that. From I was just about to say, is the FBI going to come and take a look <laughs> at my lock? And then yeah. three days later, come and raid me? Um, continued possession of grandfathered magazines, uh, but prohibits the sale or transfer of new ones. So, you can keep your 30-round magazines... You can keep your 15, 17 round magazines, whatever it is, but you can't buy new ones or, I mean, you, you can't buy that same capacity anymore uh, and you can't transfer them or sell them. But you can gift them or whatever if something happens to you, to your family, because that would be grandfathered. Sure. Yeah. So what's next? How does this all, how does it work? 
we've been yeah. talking about how, okay, the, the house passed this, but how does it work? Well, how is it supposed to work? Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> so, you know, the, the bill's introduced, and then it'll get passed in the House. And then from the House, it'll go to the Senate. So it, it's got to pass in the Senate mm-hmm. uh, with... You know, it can't be split. It's got to pass one way or the other. And then it goes to the the president. And then he writes that into law. And that'll be uh, back in back in business, I guess, like it was back in the 90s. Yep. But here's the thing, right? The Democratic Party has already said that nothing is going to stand in their way. And even if what they want to pass in the Senate doesn't pass. They're just going to go ahead and put it in law anyways. We've so, seen, we've seen that um, kind of consistently with this current regime. Yeah. You know, Hey, I didn't get my way or I don't like the outcome of this. Let me find a way to rectify that or work out in my favor anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it was still pretty close, though. I mean, it passed the House, yes, but it was uh, 217 yeas and 213 nays. Right. And surprisingly, I say surprisingly, I don't know, but there were two uh, Republicans that voted yay. No, not very surprising when you you dig into look back and, and see where they came from. Now, like you said, in order to... Uh, pass through the Senate, they need a a majority. Yes. So right now in the Senate, there are 50 Republicans, 48 Democrats, and two independents. Mm -hmm. So the bill would have to have 60 votes to pass in order to go on to the president to be written into law. Yep. So a lot of people are kind of, oh, I'm not worried about it. It's not going to get passed. They're not going to get the majority. I don't know. I don't know, because in the Senate, uh, on another issue that had to do with guns, 14 Republicans voted for it, for whatever the bill was. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't remember. I remember reading it. I just don't remember what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, So it could go either way. It could. I'm not saying to... I don't want to put any scare tactics out there to our listeners, at least to the U S listeners that we have and say, well, you better go buy something now and let it be grandfathered and all this stuff. Right. Right. It's not what I'm saying, you know, do with this information that we are providing you do with it what you want, but it's a possibility that this could be put. And I'm going to say back into law. Sure. So I would say, if you feel one way or the other, if you're for it, if you're against it, either way, and you're passionate about it, contact your local government. Yes. Go out there and, you know, make your voice heard. Yeah. Yeah. Go out there and um, tell your representative how you want them to vote. They are there for you. Yeah. To, to represent you, the people yeah, of their state. Exactly. And if you voted for them, then they need to be voting in the direction that you want this to go. Yep. Don't just sit around and, oh, this didn't go the way I wanted. It sucks. Do something about it. 
try yeah. to do something about it. Doesn't mean it's guaranteed to happen in your favor, but you know, get get out there, get involved. Yeah. Because so, you know why? Well, Who does this affect? You. It affects all of us. Yeah, exactly. It affects the little guy. Yep. So you need to tell the big guy how you want him to sway. Mm-hmm. Because right now the way that it this is being perceived by some is, you know, we're we're punishing the masses for what the minority are doing. And I mean, we got a lot of that in boot camp. Hey, oh, somebody yeah. somebody jacked up, you're all paying for it. Exactly. Yep. Somebody's breaking the law here. Again, breaking the law, committing crimes, and people aren't. Well, even though most of the people aren't doing that, uh, or you're going to have to pay for that. Yeah, I'm sorry, but <clears throat> everybody. It's got to be a rule for everybody. Because the guy or gal who broke the law to get there in the first place and then does it again later wasn't following the rules anyway. So even if we put the rules in place, somehow it's magically going to stop them. Yeah. So saying that, would you think this particular bill would fix what our current situation is? Not at all. I think it's a Band-Aid. <clears throat> I think there may be some temporary uh, relief, if you will, but I don't think it will fix the problem. If you if you look at history, the the guns have always been there. Mm-hmm. What has changed? The people. Yeah. You know, the guns aren't getting up and and going and committing these offenses. People are. Yeah. And historically, the crime is rising. The world is getting more populated. The country is getting more populated. People are making more stupid decisions. And if you look at back in uh, the 90s when uh, this was a law, mm-hmm. um, the ban didn't make that big of a difference. There wasn't a, enough significant difference from the data uh, to say, hey, yeah, this was actually very necessary. And some uh, from Washington Post, I found an article that was talking about from 1976 to 1994, about 18 mass shootings occurred every year. And then this bill went into effect in 94. Um, and during the ban from 94 to 2004, there were about 19 incidents per year. So it went up even while the ban was in effect. Now it says after the ban, uh, so from... 2004, 2005, all the way through 2011, the average went up to nearly 21. So it doesn't seem like it really did a whole lot because, again, criminals are criminals. They're breaking the law. So even if you make this a law, if you made a law that said no guns for anybody and they're still doing it, well, what are you going to, what new law are you going to pass to make it more stringent? Because they're still doing it. Right. And. You know, it, it's just like the drug wars back in the yeah. 70s and 80s. Um, eight, yeah, eighty. well, 80s and 90s, uh, where, you know, we're making all these drugs illegal. And um, somehow, some way, they're still getting in the country. Yeah, they're still circulating. And I was reading. <clears throat> so I was reading a few days ago. Uh, but. Uh, fentanyl, right? That's one of the big oh, drugs yeah. that are out here. 
really only affects North America. There's not a problem with fentanyl anywhere else. Now, that doesn't mean that it's not in other countries. Maybe the government isn't um, putting numbers out there or they haven't seen a, um, a huge spike in like fentanyl uses. But it just seems that here in America and parts of Canada, that's that's where the issue's at. Well, we saw a surge um, even a few years back with uh, the illegal immigration and fentanyl coming even more easily across the border. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't think that this is going to have a huge impact. Uh, maybe it'll prevent a few um, incidents from happening because people may not be able to have as easy access or maybe they'll sell them, sell their firearms in a buyback program or something. Yeah. Uh, so maybe. little Johnny can't raid the, the gun locker or the safe. Yeah. But, uh, I, I don't think it's going to be significant. Just my own opinion. Um, looking at the, uh, the Pew research center, um, they did a study, uh, found some data from 2020 and it was saying, you know, because <clears throat> they were talking about how 1808 is coming about. And like you were saying earlier with the scare tactics, the information being pushed would lead you to believe that these rifles, these assault weapons, these weapons of war are a really big problem. And people are just going out and, and you know, wild westing running through the streets, shooting up everybody. I mean, it's it is just guerrilla warfare here in the United States of America. Sometimes I wish, but it's not there. <laughs> it's not. And this research that the Pew did, the Pew Research Center, talks about, it breaks down uh, the percentage of suicides, murders, and other. And for the year of 2020, suicides made up 54% of those gun-related deaths. Oh, wow. 43% were murder, and 3% were unintentional, um, or they involved law enforcement or had undetermined circumstances. Hmm. So, like, you know, maybe your little, you were out cleaning your gun and decided to put everything back together and reload it, and little Timmy was like, oh, what's this? Bam! Could be. 3%. Mm-hmm. But that's but interesting still, because overwhelmingly suicide. That's what I was just about that. to say. Suicide uh, is the majority, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, maybe using this data can show that there is some mental, something mental that is changing in our society. Sure. And. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It definitely highlights the problem. Yeah, no, it definitely does. But uh, think about this and, and kind of go go down this. It's not a rabbit hole, but like off in this conspiracy theory with me, right? Okay. Um, so 54% are suicidal, right? How many of those suicides uh, flip another switch and say, well, I don't want to just take me out. Let me take a few people out with me. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then you can you can still throw that in with the whole something mentally is going on in our society. Let's mm-hmm. fix that. Yep. 
Yep. And sometimes that falls into that other category where, you know, people do that uh, suicide by cop. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't, they, they want to die, but they don't necessarily want to do it themselves. So they pose as a threat and they end up getting taken out because they were a threat. Yeah. Or the, um, uh, people who run into the middle of a highway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> and then you hit them with your assault vehicle. Yeah, no joke. Um, it says from that Pew Research Center, uh, also to note that in 2020, handguns were involved in 59% of gun murders and non-negligent manslaughters. That's okay. out of the data that was available uh, according to the FBI. Okay, so the 43% for murders that happened with firearms, 59% of those uh, were handguns. Now, yep. is it specific <coughs> to semi-automatic handguns? Didn't say. So then <coughs> why would the bill be pushing so hard for all these semi-automatic weapons because they don't know what they're talking about i can go out and just as easily shoot mm, let's see uh, i have a magazine uh, that holds eight rounds right okay uh, let's say i don't want to put all eight in there i'll just throw six in right sure so five people and myself well a revolver some revolvers have the exact same thing yeah they sure do and if you think about it, although the revolver doesn't automatically load the chamber, I mean, the cylinder moves. Mm-hmm. So now there's a firing pin on another round. It's ready to go. You didn't have to manually load it. Yep. So uh, it says in that same study that rifles were involved in 3% of firearm murders. Hmm. So what's the big push on the rifles then? Because they look scary. <laughs> you know what looks scary? Me after I wake up in the morning. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> but again, this isn't all of the data. This is just what um, the Pew Research Center had collected from law enforcement agencies that were deciding to participate and provide data to them. Right. Um, but even so, the numbers are, are overwhelmingly in favor maybe in favor is not the right word but to support the idea that rifles are the huge problem it it, the statistics don't read that way no and it says here that shotguns were one percent yeah which is um for murders um i would feel like you would have to know your victim in order to do that because you need to be pretty close I mean, you're not going to be 200 yards away. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're going to be maybe no more than five yards. Well, and then another thing that I wonder about with the statistics. <clears throat> so it says suicide, murder, or other. But what's classified as that? You know, in different states, there's different laws, right? Someone breaks into my house and I have a shotgun and I shoot somebody. They heard the pump and they were running towards the front door and I shot them. You know, the adrenaline's going, I'm afraid. I don't know what they have. It's dark, whatever. I shoot them. Mm-hmm. And then I go to jail because, well, they had their back to me. They were running. They were trying to escape. 
Now, is that murder? No. Nope. So I'm wondering how, in the way these are broken down, I'd love to see them broken down further. You know, I, shoot, I'd love to see all the numbers. Just shooting. How did this person die? How did that person die? What was it a result of? You know, yeah. to justify the numbers. <clears throat> well, <laughs> just because someone has their back turned to you doesn't mean that they can't put a weapon up underneath them and shoot. No, oh, absolutely. Accuracy is going down is. way. Uh, it's accuracy is going way down, but <clears throat> the fact that they can do that. Well, do you remember? Was it California or New York uh, a while back that their mayor or governor mayor? I don't remember who it was, but they came out and said that they were like, "Look, if someone's breaking into your house, just let them come in and take what it is that they want to take. They're probably not there to hurt you anyway." So don't even engage with them. That was the mayor of Irving, Texas. Oh, Irving, Texas. Oh, gosh, I was way off. Yeah, you were way off. Yeah, because I, I don't want to believe it, I guess. I can, Well, you've got to because, you know, us being from there, we know how yep. far left that And that was just is. so ludicrous to hear that. Yeah. Just let them come in and do what they want because, you know, I they're probably not there to hurt me. They just want my stuff, and I'm not allowed to protect myself or my my stuff. Yeah, because he was trying to remove the um, was it the castle law? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy man. So I mean, the world's the world is getting outrageous. I think um, I was l- listening to a TikTok uh, earlier, which kind of made sense, and it it could potentially wrap this up where uh, we are making or deciding laws based off feelings, not logic anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So do with that information what you will. I don't feel like it. Okay, yes, I do. (laughs) I'm a man. I'm a woman. I'm a race car. Yes. Oh, man. Well... That was a great show. We appreciate you stopping in and listening. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this information, we're just throwing it out there. Um, you can do with it uh, what you please. I, I think I've said that maybe three or four times on the show, but I really just want to reiterate, none of this is to scare you. We're just pushing the information. We're just trying to give other people another side or a new perspective on what people may be thinking yeah absolutely and and for those of you that maybe didn't even know that this was going on or that this uh was trying to get passed through to to become law you know i i encourage you i encourage all of you go out there find it quick google search um hr 1808 1808 and uh read through it you don't have to read the whole thing but there there's a summary there's um the text there i mean you can get the idea of it or if you want to read the whole thing read the whole thing but um that way you can see for yourself hey what is this actually talking about let's peel back the layers yeah and you can dive into it a lot deeper than what we did mm-hmm. um which i think we dove into it a little deeper but on this we just want to scratch the surface yeah just kind of um, make it known but if you go and you, not really Google search, but if you use other than Google, 
and HR1808 or 1808 does not come up for you, then just uh, type in Assault Weapon Band 2022, and that should pop up for you. Because um, I did the HR1808, um, not going to give out specifics of what device I was on, but I did a search for that, and it did not come up at all. So, be a little bit more specific. Yeah. So, well, all right, bud. Thanks for stopping in. We yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, drop us a line. Send us an email. And, yeah, uh, I'd love to we'll, hear your uh, your thoughts on this. Yeah, yeah. Does let it affect us, uh, you? Do you care? Do you not care? Are you for it? Are you against it? Like just whatever. Let yeah. us have it. And uh, we'll uh, get back with you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. As always, we'd like to say thank you for stopping by and listening to the podcast. Yeah, we realized that uh, you could have been doing anything uh, way more productive, but you chose to waste your time with us. We look forward to talking about absolutely nothing with you next time. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover, please email us at JT and Drew Show at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash JT Drew Show.